topic today is how to achieve optimal health and wellness with Mindset Reset. Do you struggle with how to achieve optimal health and wellness? You may have tried many different diets and exercise programs, but something seems missing. What is it? Would you like to learn how to achieve optimal health with some practical tools? In this episode, our guest Rajita Bapamakanti will talk about some practices that will help you in optimizing your optimal overall health. By applying these techniques, you could feel free of pain, anxiety, stress, and chronic conditions and feel content and happy in life. Are you ready? Then stay with us. Welcome to Happy and Healthy Mind. If this is the first time you're joining us, my name is Dr. Rosina. I specialize in treatment of stress, anxiety, and depression. Over the last 20 years, I have been serving as a medical doctor specializing in psychiatry, a best-selling author, and a transformative speaker. I believe that a lot of suffering could be prevented by simple mind training. Therefore, I started this program where we share practical tips for your mental fitness so you don't have to suffer unnecessarily. The purpose of this program is educational and therefore I would recommend to consult your healthcare professional for any treatment advice. Our mission is to bring health and happiness to more than a million people. So if you find value, please share, like, and subscribe so more people could live happier and healthier lives. And thank you, friends, for joining us today. I'm sure you're going to learn a lot from our guest, Rajita Bomakanti. Hello, Rajita. Hello, Dr. Rosina. Thank you for inviting me this morning. Thank you for joining us. So Rajita has been practicing nursing for over 27 years in various medical specialties. She moved into health coaching and transformation space, where she is now a health partner in educating, inspiring, and empowering people to make small changes in life to improve their overall health. Her program is called Healthy You Lifestyle Center. So today we are discussing a topic on optimum health and mindset. Let me ask Rajita. Rajita, tell me, how did this issue become important in your life? Dr. Rosina, I have grown up with family that had several chronic conditions. And also, as I was growing up, some of my friends having cancer and seeing my patients as I'm treating them, coming back over and over again with the same condition and the medical problems. That's what kind of I had an thing where I wanted to dive into the evidence and see if there is something that I can change the expression of my genes. I don't have to be attached to these chronic conditions. That's when I did more research and saw that the holistic way was a better way for me to live. And I wanted to help everybody else in the community. Can you share an example of somebody who may have benefited from the program that you are talking about? Uh, yes, I've had, uh, you know, several clients with a high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, stress uh, disorders that I have helped. Um, we can talk about one client if, if that's what you would like to discuss during our conversation today. Sure. So that would be great. So tell us what kind of problems was she having? This client of mine had a high blood pressure and she thought she had to just live with that high blood pressure because it ran in her family. All the siblings had high blood pressure. They were all on medications. 
and then she her dosage kept going up without much explanation the doctor said okay we cannot control at a lower dosage so we need to increase so that's when she came and she wanted to inquire a little bit more information and when you tried to share some of the tools that you're going to share today what kind of changes did you notice in her what changed for her after applying those tools over time slowly she, her blood pressure did come down mm. her stress level went down she mm -hmm. was able to sleep through the night mm -hmm. it was much uh, peaceful with her and she said that she felt happy overall where she was not every minute not being very reactive to things she was able to think through and address the issues and she was more content with her daily activities wonderful wonderful and so was that process fast no it takes time and the first step was even for her to think that this could happen she she believed that this can never happen because this ran in her family everybody else has it it's the belief system that she has grown up with mm. so uh, it took a lot of over and over of explanation with the evidence then she was open to trying things and once she started implementing and trying things it took her a few weeks you know right about after 2 to 3 weeks she started seeing subtle differences. And then, you know, by about fifth week, she could really see that numbers slowly going down and she could feel within herself and she could focus inside herself how she was feeling. So that's cool. what kind of gave her that yeah. hop to do more. Yeah. Well, in a big schema of things, that is actually fast and you know, two to five weeks is pretty pretty good. So you are saying that there is something to do with the mindset when people start getting benefit from any of these tools or most of these tools? That's the first thing. It, you know, the mindset is the first because if you're not open, if you have that fixed mindset, then you're not ready for any change. It's mm -hmm. the attitude, it's the environmental cues, how we take them and process and how we are responding to them. So in, I think that's the first step. Mindset mm -hmm. is the first step before we move forward with anything. Mm -hmm. So mindset is necessary for this optimum health. I, I sometimes also get confused in terms of what people are referring to when they say optimum health. So in your mind, what is optimum health? Optimum health is well-being of our entire body. It's the well-being of our physical, mental, emotional, um, the whole package. You know, always we talk about mind and body. It's not two separate things. It's like a whole, we are all one. So it's addressing all the issues. Wonderful. Has this affected your life also in some ways? Oh yeah, I because I have practiced this within my life first before I started coaching or uh, you know uh, being a health partner with anybody else because I used to suffer with chronic back pain and my father had high blood pressure and diabetes and uh, everybody else in the family has been obese, overweight. So I was like, I cannot, you know, be on medications for the rest of my life. That's what 
not my way of life. So that's when I started focusing, you know, within myself, doing practices of being more mindful by doing meditation and deep breathing and um, doing some expressive writing, reducing my stress, being able to sleep through the night. Now I don't have any type of pain. And even when I do, you know, I kind of know how to tap into my tools and address the issues that are going on inside of me. So I think our audience would love to learn some of those tools. So let's kind of jump right away. And so you were saying that there are like five basic tools that you were going to teach. So what is the first one? I wanted to start off, you know, nutrition, you know, five tools where, you know, if you want, we can start with nutrition and then go from there. So nutrition is the big thing because you know, every day, everything revolves around food for us, right? It's uh, what I primarily focus is plant-based nutrition, which is kind of same as the vegan people call it vegan or plant-based, which is more derived from fruits, vegetables, beans, grains. It's all primarily derived from plants. What is the major difference between a vegetarian diet and the vegan diet and this client that you're talking about was she taking vegan or was she taking vegetarian she was vegetarian diet okay she was on so what is the difference a uh, vegetarian diet includes dairy and eggs you know and especially you know in our country we eat so much cheese you know all of all of that so if versus it, on a vegan there is no dairy and as you know dr rosina Every diet has a healthy version and an unhealthy version. Doesn't matter what type of uh, diet you are on. Somebody responded here. Yeah, I think um, they were correct. Thank you. Uh, that vegetarians still eat dairy products, whereas vegans do not eat dairy. Thank you for sharing. The, my concern is like, you know, many people have... Uh, have this belief and I think you know it's it's legitimate that if they don't eat any dairy products on any non-veg products then they would be deficient in proteins they would be deficient in certain vitamins so how do you handle that issue um as long as a variety of fruits vegetables grains nuts seeds are included in the diet they will get adequate amount of protein, calcium, all the nutrients that they need in uh, for their body. So for example, proteins, that's the most of them focus on proteins a lot. You get plenty of proteins from legumes, nuts, lentils, chickpeas, all types of beans, edamame, tofu. Just from that, we get plenty of it going to calcium. Lots of soy products have calcium and the greens, beans, fortified foods, like nowadays we get fortified milk, things like that. They have plenty of calcium and it includes pretty much all the nutrients that we need. The only thing that added on that we do need to take supplements is vitamin B12 because that is primarily derived from animal meat. So that's what is lacking. And as long as people take that supplements, the everything else is adequately suffice for the body. And D, uh, vitamin D, because, you know, no matter how much we still 
are not exposed as much. So other than those two things, that's all they need as long as they eat a variety. You know, I think if people eat more plant-based, they also get more fiber, right? Oh, yes. They get lots of fiber, lots of water because, you know, vegetables and fruits, they have lots of fiber in them and lots of water. So that really helps you keep it satiated and full and helps with the weight issues, keeps your blood sugars nice and steady where they're not going up and down. So, and keeps your mood very well uh, balanced. So uh, those are some of the things that really helps with the fiber is really good. One question I have is what is, uh, how much fiber does our body need? Typically, you know, uh, our standard American diet, we don't get more than about 15 or so of uh, grams of fiber. It's better to shoot for 40. And uh, so that's pretty much if you're focusing your plate primarily with vegetables and fruits and beans, you know, you will get that adequately. That's a beautiful plate. Look, it's so colorful there. That's the color we need different colors. So you were saying something, how you can make food uh, without using a lot of uh, oils and fats. How do you, how do you make this? Like, you know, I, this is a beautiful plate, but don't you need to use a lot of oil for making this vegetable? I try not to use oil, even if I do very minimal oil, because oils cause inflammation in our body. So in place of oil, we can use vegetable broth, or even just water, wherever you're using that, but infused with more spices and flavors and herbs, you know, that's what it's really all that that's what is tastes better and you can eat and you will enjoy that food it's how you're cooking it with more herbs and spices added on to it so that's what makes it a whole meal i would love to learn more about uh, all the herbs to use but i think that may be too much you know we won't have time for going into that but maybe next time you can come in and share some of the other tools that we can use to make our diet more tasty but uh, containing less of the inflammatory chemicals in it. Oh, yeah. So what's the second uh, uh, tool of your uh, program? You know, as we are eating, exercise is another uh, big thing that we do need to include. It goes same thing like, uh, you know, anything. Example, our car, right? If our car sits in the garage for a long period of time and we don't turn it on, it gets rusty, right? So exercise is a big component that needs to be included at least, you know, 150 uh, minutes a week about five five days, 30 minutes, and including a combination of cardio and weights, weights at least three days. That really helps those endorphins in our body, makes us feel good. I do a lot of yoga practices and breathing exercise during this. So, and as we are doing exercise, you talk about, you know, keeping those bones stronger. And when we are active, that's when the calcium that we talked about earlier, calcium stays inside our body. While as if you are more sedentary, you lose all of that from your bones. And in my practice, 
quite a few of my clients say that they don't have time. We hear that a lot. That's a huge barrier. Um, you know, so I try to advise them to split it up, especially now with the pandemic going on. Many are working from home and we are sitting in our chairs for such a long time. So all I say is just use your phone, put the alarm on once an hour, just get up for five minutes. I give them short exercise of, you know, combination of breathing exercise, some of the yoga stretches and some weights. So they don't even feel like they're exercising. Wonderful. Wonderful. And so what's the third component of the program? Social connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> All right. So, so how do you develop social connectedness in the times of pandemic when the, we have to do social isolation? I know. That's challenging, right? <laughs> yeah, that's why I actually don't call it social isolation. I say physical distancing. You want to have social connectedness despite physical distancing but how are you helping your clients keeping social connectedness by you know what we are doing right now dr rosina we are miles apart but we both are still connected we are looking at each other we are smiling you know we can see our expressions from each other Primarily, that's what social connection is, a feeling of connectedness, right? Closeness to a person where we feel, where we can feel that love and saying that somebody cares about us, they value us, that relationship that we are building with each other. So my advice to my clients during this time is, you know, please do not forget, keep that connections going. If you have that opportunity, this video connection is the best way because you have that eye contact. You can see the smile, you're talking, you're listening, that expressions, that all those things calms down our nervous system. You know, that's what lowers our inflammation and we feel more secure okay. and happy inside. Then our anxiety goes down. If they cannot connect, by video they can use the phone or the text but you know connecting and talking to each other that's the best thing to do and especially our seniors if somebody is there for a long time or they're living by themselves please do pick up the phone and call and talk to them we just ran this uh, gratitude challenge and i know you also participated so how was your experience when you uh, did the first day challenge when you're supposed to call people who have made a difference in your life? I love that challenge because it really made me think, you know, uh, all the different people that have made a difference in my life. So I was focusing on that positive connection that I had with these people. And then I wrote them letters and sent it over. And as I was writing, I could just feel, you know, how happy I was feeling and the gratitude and thankfulness that I had. And then some of them actually wrote back to me. Huh. <laughs> that really made me feel very, very good uh, because I could see what they were thinking about me. So that helped me really focus on my positive side and the good in people that I'm seeing and how grateful I am for everybody 
that has been a part of my life. Wonderful. Yeah. So we say like, you know, the beauty is in the eyes of beholder. When you see the beauty in others, um, they see the beauty in you. And so um, just a reminder for people who have not taken the seven day gratitude challenge, if you want to take it, it's still available and you can take it by visiting drrosina.com friend slash gratitude challenge. It, it is also on the Dr. Rosina webpage available. And so it would give you a uh, one challenge a day for the whole week and first day challenge was to make the list of all the people who have made a difference in your life and start calling them gradually and that's what rajita was talking about so thank you for sharing rajita what's the fourth fourth one uh sleep sleep is another uh big thing you know quite quite a few of us complain oh i can't sleep i'm tossing and turning through the night which causes, you know, a lot of stress. If you don't have sleep, you're so stressful. You're focused on, oh, I need to sleep. And the inflammatory markers, again, they go up. So what I uh, try to advise to my client is one way is doing some expressive writing because over time, uh, Dr. Rosina, as you see in your patients too, we um, have all these different things that we store inside of us um whether it is perceived or real we don't know it just automatically gets stored up and it builds up over time so by doing some expression expressive writing all it is is very very simple on a piece of paper just write whatever thoughts you have in your head put it down on the paper and then tear it up so that you're disconnecting your emotions with that whatever that so every day you're cleaning yourself inside yeah, I and call it, I call it, uh, cleaning the mental garbage bin. Oh yes, that is, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Keep the trash can clean all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I actually combine, you know, I tell my patients to put a timer for fifteen minutes and uh, take a notepad that you know the pages that could be torn okay so take a notepad start the timer for 15 minutes and start put the pen on the paper and write down whatever thoughts come to your mind keep writing and at 15 minutes stop writing okay and then you tear the page and then you make small small pieces and throw it away and so it kind of tells the people that you know these are just your thoughts this is not you and you can get rid of those thoughts yeah and then I ask them to open their gratitude journal and write down three things that they are grateful for. So then they shift their mind before they start doing the other things in, in life. So then, you know, they kind of wrap up all the negative thought pattern that they have started by writing. Oh, that's, that's very good. Yeah, Shifting right. from one side to the other. Right, right. I call it therapeutic writing and, and it helps a lot of people and it helps me a lot. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so you think that, or in your clients, you've seen that when they do that, their sleep gets better? Yes, that, and also is another, another piece of writing is about 10 to 15 minutes before they fall asleep, you know, write down their agenda for the next day, the plans that they have, because a lot of the time we are laying in the bed, we are thinking, oh gosh, I got to do this, this, and this, and the mind keeps flowing. So when they write it down, they have it written down and they put it away. 
and also do some um, meditation uh, before they sleep. That way they are calming uh, their mind and putting their thoughts. And uh, for some of them, even exercise about two to three hours before to kind of relax that muscles of the body. Then the shift of that, you know, the nervous system with that meditation and deep breathing that helps them sleep through the nights. Wonderful. Yeah. I did another program on sleep hygiene and uh, we just released another um, video on progressive muscle relaxation. So those can really help and we can give the link in in the description. And uh, for special for today, I'm going to share another meditation for sleep. So stay tuned for that. Uh, so before we end, we're talking about a gift you wanted to share with the with the audience. So if they if they do sign up for either texting uh, joyful to three eight four seven zero or joining our happy and healthy mind with Dr. Rosina Facebook group, right, can you share us uh, share with us what gift you are going to? Uh, send? Um, they're going to uh, get a PDF, simple nine ways how they can live a healthy and a happy life. Um, simple strategies that they can implement and move from there. Wonderful. Thank you so much. All right. So now it's time for the special. And so today's special is for those times, you know, when your mind is so active that despite trying different things, you are not able to sleep. One time I was uh, in that state, I, I needed to attend a seminar. I had traveled. So my mind was going through all the thoughts. And because I was not able to sleep, I was worried about not being awake enough the next day. And so my mind was going in this cycle and I was getting really frustrated. And so I tried this meditation and that it really helped me fall asleep. Would you like me to share that with you? Yes, I would love. All right. So basically what you want to do is I write my diary every morning. So I have my diary on the side and then we have these five sleep hygiene tools. Like, you know, the, you do music, you do meditation, you do muscle relaxation, you read boring self-help books (laughs) (laughs) or, or you write, like you just said. And if you've done all those things and you are still not able to sleep, you kind of repeat the cycle. So for the days when you are having a lot of thoughts going through, you can do this meditation. You sit up, you turn on the reading light and your diary on the side and have the pen handy and close your eyes and imagine that you are sitting by a river and the water is flowing I so serene and on top of the water some of the you know there are bubbles on the on the leaves that are passing and so you see those bubbles you don't try to catch them or hold them you just observe them passing by and your your whole body is relaxing and then a thought pops up in your mind let's say on that day when I started doing this exercise the thought came to my mind oh is my daughter asleep and so I just opened my diary and I made these waves form and I made bubbles on top. So in one of the bubbles, I just wrote down the name of my daughter and I let it pass. And then I again start imagine you know, sitting in front of the river and seeing this water flowing. And then another thought pop up. Oh, did I call that person? And so I just wrote down the name of that person in the bubble and I let it go. And then again, another thought pop up in my mind. What if I'm sleepy tomorrow? 
during the seminar, <laughs> then I would say, I'll deal with it at that time. And then another thought, oh, did I make pay that bill? And so I just wrote down the, you know, a PUD was the bill that I needed. So I just wrote down the. So just by writing one word, I was letting those thoughts get out of my mind on the paper and let them go. And I, that kind of this technique tricks you to think, okay, now it is written down. Now you're not going to forget because our brain has this tendency that a thought comes in the mind, like, you know, in the middle of the night, I have to pay this bill. Well, you can't pay this bill at that time, or you can't call this person at this time. You can't do anything about it. But then mind keeps on going over and over and over because it feels like it's going to forget. Yes. So once you put down that word outside, then the brain says, oh, it's written down. Now you're not going to forget. So it allows it you to let it go and then that effect of seeing the water flowing and the bubbles flowing can relax your mind and body and then as you're falling asleep then you allow yourself to fall fall back to sleep sometimes you know you may write few and then you may fall asleep sometimes you may not fall asleep after writing that day the first day when i did this exercise um, in the morning, I saw there were 49 bubbles. Wow. <laughs> and then last few bubbles, the writing was not legible because I must be like so sleepy. I just fell. So every now and then when my mind is really active, I pull it out and I still do this exercise and it helps a lot of my patients too. So for you guys, if you are having difficulty sleeping and your mind is too active, you can try this ex exercise. It's called floating bubble meditation. Um, I'll be making another video that you can get access to it. The information is also in my book, Stress to Joy. And so we keep on bringing some practical tools for you so that you can live a happier and healthier life. Just remember, every day is a new day, a new opportunity to improve a little bit. Even if you improve 1% every day, you will continue to have the growth and progress in your life. So keep trying. Uh, stay safe and healthy uh, until next time, Dr. Rosina. And thank you, Rajita, for joining us.